Jennifer is focused on winning the gold this year. Tina just wants to have fun. Rachel wants to make sure she doesn't make a mistake. And Sarah doesn't want to let her team down. This is John's first time playing this sport. Ethan has been playing since he was four. Jacob just wants to be on the same team with his friends. And Michael won't have fun unless he wins every game. Do any of these scenarios sound like the team that you're on? Does it sound like the team that you are coaching? The Maccabi Games bring athletes and coaches from many different backgrounds and levels of experience together for something that goes beyond just competing. Today, we are going to focus on four components of a successful practice with mixed skill level athletes and some tools that you can use. These tools can be used by any coach in all sports. Most of the examples I'll use today will be volleyball specific. The first thing to think about is giving all the players opportunities for success, regardless of their skill level. How can you do this, you ask? That is an excellent question. One thing you want to do is challenge the players at their own pace. Give them opportunities to self-measure success. For example, have them try to do a skill such as passing the ball on the wall. Challenge each player to pass the ball as many times in a row as possible. Once they have finished their first round and the ball hits the ground, Have them try to beat their last score or their highest score, depending on how many times they do it. You can also start adding things for them once they reach a certain number. For example, after they hit 20 times in a row, they can pass the ball themselves and then set the ball to the wall and vice versa. This can also be done with a partner. The second thing to think about is give the athletes challenges that are skill level appropriate. This can be done with progression drills. Many of the drills I do with my teams are progression drills. You start with a single skill. For example, partner passing on the same side of the net. Then you progress to partner passing over the net. The next progression would be to add a server so that there is a server, passer, and target. You can then add having the target set the ball to the passer who will go outside to approach, jump, and catch the ball. Depending on the skill level, the final progression can be having the passer hit the ball instead of catching. One thing I like most about progression drills is that if you start the drill at too high of a progression, you can always take the drill back a step. For example, if you start a drill that requires a rally with a serve and the serve received is not passed well, then you can back up the drill so that it is coach initiated instead of being initiated with a serve. The next thing to think about is focusing on specialized training and individual challenges that lead to team success. As the coach, it is important to evaluate individual players not only their strengths and weaknesses, but their personality characteristics, learning styles, etc. You want to make sure that you are challenging the less experienced players while also keeping the experienced players engaged. This can be achieved by breaking the teams into groups. You can have one group doing footwork or ball work or hitting in the cage, while the other group is on the court or field working on game type strategies and then switch the groups. These stations can be timed so that each group gets the same amount of work in each station. This also allows the coach the opportunity to focus their feedback on different skill levels at different times. Another thing you can do is choose a skill that the more experienced players need to work on for part of practice and focus your feedback more on those athletes for that drill. Then choose a skill that the less experienced athletes need to work on and focus your feedback on them during that skill. During this time, you can also have the more experienced players help facilitate the drill, whether it is hitting to them or serving to them providing feedback, or helping with some other sport-specific component of the game. Finally, and most importantly, celebrate the small victories and have fun. 
The best way to do this is to plan the practice ahead of time. Think about what you want your coaching points to be for that day and how you're going to cover these points for the different skill levels. Make sure that the athletes have a good understanding of what you'll be discussing. Touch on what you're going to cover before practice starts and then review after practice and ask questions about what the key takeaway points were so that you know that the athletes understand. It is also important to provide individual feedback to each of the athletes. See episode 36 on the compliment sandwich. When you're giving feedback, be sure to be specific with the praise that you give as well as the correction. Another thing that's good to do are spotlights at the end of practice. This is a time when the players can spotlight a different player on the court for something that they did that day. The spotlight can be sports specific or maybe they had a great attitude or they were hustling or they did something that stood out to the player. This gives the athletes the opportunity to get noticed by other players and develops a sense of teamwork and camaraderie. One other point I'd like to discuss is who you have at practice. In addition to mixed skill levels, you may also not have your entire team with you for your practices. How do you make the most of practice when you have half of two different teams playing together? Here's one drill you can do specific to volleyball. We are working with two teams, and this week we had seven girls at practice. I am fortunate to have three other great coaches that I'm working with. So we had the six girls play on one side and the seventh girl play on the other side with two of the coaches. And we played mini games to seven. In order to adjust for skill level, players were put in different scenarios. For example, the strong servers, when they were on the side by themselves, served the mini games to seven, and the group of six worked on serve receive. Strong hitters and middles, when they were on the single side by themselves, hit ones or twos for their mini games to seven. When the stronger servers were serving, the stronger passers were in the deeper part of the server receive where the ball was more likely to go. When the servers that tended to serve short were serving, then their fellow teammates were serve receiving in that part of the court. Even though the teams were mixed, the draw was set up in such a way that the more experienced players ended up hitting or serving to their teammates. This way, you can both challenge the more experienced players while also including the newer players and providing them opportunities to play against the players with more experience. This can also be done if you have only one coach where you can play on the side with one player or you can have the single player try to play the ball out by themselves. You can also initiate a free ball after the serve or hit so the team of six has the opportunity to get more repetitions. To review, the focus for for working with a variety of skill levels on one team are number one, give all the players opportunity for success regardless of skill level. Number two, Pick challenges that are skill level appropriate. Number three, practice in small groups to allow for specialized training, challenges, and team success. Number four, celebrate the small victories and have fun. Which one of these will you use in your next practice? Try incorporating one of the focus four this week and see what happens. For assistance with practice or additional tools to help you working with athletes of mixed skill level, contact me at radoconsulting.com. If you or one of your organizations are interested in hosting a workshop or virtual seminar on this or any other sports psychology or performance optimizing topic, please email me at laura at radoconsulting.com. That's L-A-U-R-A at R-A-T-T-O-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. The Makati Games are an annual international event where Jewish athletes from all over the world come to compete in these games. This Olympic-style competition includes sports such as baseball, basketball, flag football, ice hockey, soccer, volleyball, dance, esports, golf, 
tennis, and swimming, just to name a few. This event also includes community service and brings together players from all over the world for a week. For more information, visit jccmacabesd.org. And remember, strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't. Ricky Rogers.